Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Tuesday, October the 18th, 2022. If everyone is doing well. Oh, I've got big news today, too. Uh, an up, a report. You'll, get, you'll be the first to hear it here um, on the podcast. Um, but uh, So we will eventually get to Psalm chapter 30 and a reading from C.S. Lewis, but uh, just a couple of things. I've been kind of talking a little bit here before I jumped on the podcast about uh, the signups, the men who signed up for the uh, steak night, steak out on Friday. Uh, if you're, you know, if you're not around Bayside, then, you know, just have to kind of listen in for a second. But it's been a great response. We've got 50 or so guys that are signed up to be there. We're going to put down some steak is what I'm saying. So that'll be happening. Uh, so if you haven't signed up, sign up. Be sure to do that. Or, um, ladies, get your guys there. Sign them up. Um, so, yeah, that's this Friday, 630 to 830. Uh, but the other big news. Um, so it's a long story. Uh, so I won't tell the whole story. But basically, um, a friend of mine from Louisiana um, took up an offering for hurricane relief. And... Um, Senate uh, Pete, shout out to Pete, Pete Rizzo, shout out, man. I don't know if you're listening, but if you hear about it. Uh, but anyway, he uh, leads a small church in Louisiana near Baton Rouge, and he took up an offering, just spontaneous offering for Hurricane Ian relief, and um, and matched it. And so that little country church collected $1,200 which was matched, so $2,400 for hurricane relief, which was awesome. So, so much need down there in uh, Pine Island, uh, Fort Myers, Naples, Venice, Port Charlotte. There's so much need down there. And so um, so then Sunday, I was said, you know what? That's, in, that's inspiring. It's inspiring that a church, brothers and sisters that are far from here, uh, would, would, be, uh, would be moved to give to give generously like that. So opened it up to Bayside. I was like, hey, this church did this, uh, sent us the resources to uh, utilize down there. And so here's your opportunity. Whatever, you, if you feel so led, give. And, um, and we'll add it to what they gave and, and bring it down this weekend when a group goes to serve at um, with Operation Barbecue and Cajun Navy um, this weekend. So, I uh, did the count yesterday, and Bayside gave um, $3,200, almost $3,300 yesterday to Hurricane Relief. So, uh, that $2,400 became $5,700 overnight. I mean, that's like the loaves and the fish, man. $2,700 become, or $2,400 becomes $5,700. Just like that. So that's awesome. God is good. 
Yeah. So yeah. So you guys are the first have heard that. No one knows the re- the results of that offering. You're the first to find out. That's what. See, being a part of the morning podcast has its perks. See, <laughs> you find things out before anyone else. You uh, you get insider insider information, hot off the press. Mm-hmm. It's a reason to be a part of it. It's one reason. I mean, there's a lot of other reasons, but it's not a bad reason. So, all right, you guys, let's do this. Psalm chapter 30. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Oh, and also, by the way, um, we also just sent $2,800 the week before. Last week, we sent $2,800 to Convoy of Hope to help out down there. So, um, that's awesome. So, so at 2,800 plus 5,700. That's better math than I can do. 8,500, something like that. Yeah. So the body of Christ is generous, man. The body of Christ is generous. Bayside is generous, but the body of Christ is just generous. We care. And we not only just, we not, don't just care, we move into action. That's, uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. You go down there right now and you see a lot of the organizations that are uh, doing great work. Uh, volunteer organizations, and a lot of them are faith-based. Most of them are faith-based, outside of like governmental organizations. But all right, Psalm thirty. Let's do it. Glad you guys are on today. So awesome to be a part of this. I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths, and you did not let my enemies gloat over me. Yeah. Hmm. How many of you can say that? God, you lifted me out of the depths. I can, right here. <laughs> Think back to those times in your life when you were in the lowest points. And you look back, man, it was God who took me out of that, led me out. There's, and there's no depth greater than the depth of sin that, that isolated us from God for eternity. And we had no way to save our, ourselves. And God doesn't just, you know, throw a, a life preserver and says, you know, swim, swim to safety, young man. No, he jumps in the water, in the raging water, and leads us to safety. He saves us. The depth of sin and isolation from God was so severe that Jesus came and entered into our sinful world and took on the wages of sin uh, for each one of us. And uh, yeah, I exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths. Yes, he has. Verse two, Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. Hmm. Maybe some of you are crying out for healing today. I know I got a little knee problem, got a little shoulder issue. I'm praying, I'm crying out to God for healing. Lord, heal me. I called to you for help, and you healed me. Hmm. Maybe you need emotional healing. Maybe mental anguish, distress. Maybe a, a, a bitterness or a, a resentment. You need to be healed from that. You need to let it go. Call to the Lord for help. He will help you, man. Verse 3, you, Lord, brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going down to the pit. Hmm. 
How many times our feet were sl- close to slipping and falling? How often we, uh, we've walked on the edge and uh, could have ruined ourselves or someone else. And here the psalm writer saying, you spared me, Lord. I was, uh, I was near death. I could have been destroyed easily, but you saved me. How many near misses in our lives are, uh, are a credit to God's providence and protection? Yeah, that is good. Verse 4, sing the praises of the Lord, you faithful people. Who else is going to sing it? You know, who else is going to sing it? If we don't, if the people who, who God has delivered, the, the people who God has brought from the depths uh, and put their feet on solid ground, if those people don't praise Jesus and let people know how good and glorious and faithful he is, who's going to do it? That's our job. That's our, that's our role. That's what we get to do. That's our calling. That's our obligation. Now, Jesus, now the Lord did say, if you don't, the rocks will cry out. <laughs> Creation itself will cry out in glory to God. But we get the blessing and the privilege and the honor and the position as God's faithful ones to sing his praises to the nations. So how we doing, y'all? How we doing, church? How we doing at praising the Lord uh, to the world in the presence of our enemies? And I don't mean that everyone is not a Christian is your enemy. That's not what I'm saying. Just metaphorically. How are we doing at singing the praises of God in the presence of unbelievers, in the presence of the unfaithful, the unbelieving? Sing praises to the Lord for sing praises to the Lord, you faith your you his faithful people. Praise his holy name. Verse 5. I like this. Ooh, this is a good one, y'all. This is an un- underlinable one. One of my favorite verses in the Bible right here. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Ooh, that's good. You need applause for that. Yes, indeed. His anger lasts for only a moment, but his favor lasts for a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Weeping may stay for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Rejoicing comes in the morning. No matter what we're going through in life, we say, yep, we may be weeping through the night, but you know what? Rejoicing comes in the morning. The future is always bright. With the... with the Lord God Almighty. Yes, no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're facing, we may be weeping and sadness, but joy comes in the morning. What an incredible hope we have. That's why we, when we, can, we can stand in the midst of some of the lowest times of life as a believer, as a follower of Jesus, whether it's um, the loss of a loved one, whether it's an economic downturn, whether it's sickness, disease, even in those seasons of weeping and mourning that are very real, that are very painful, that no one signs up for. But even in those seasons, even in those moments, whether it's standing next to a casket or whether it's standing at the edge of a hospital bed or whether it's standing looking over an empty bank account 
even though those seasons are very much weeping seasons, we can look and declare in those seasons that weeping may stay for the night. It may be a long night. It may be a night that just comes night after night. Weeping may very well come for the night, but I want to tell you something. Rejoicing is part of my future. <laughs> Rejoicing comes in the morning. So I may have to fight through the night. I may have to weep through the night. I may have to struggle through the night. I may have to stay up a few nights, but I want to tell you something. Joy, joy, rejoicing, eternal rejoicing. That's what's in the morning. Mm-hmm. When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you favor me, you made my royal mountain stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. His presence makes the difference, man. But the Lord's favor makes a difference. When we have the Lord's favor, we can stand firm. Without him, we, we get confused. We get dismayed. Verse 8, to you, Lord, I called. To the Lord, I cried for mercy. What is gained if I am silenced, if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your faithfulness? <laughs> so here the psalm writer is like, look, God, I mean, you know, when you're, when you're struggling, you're like, God, you know, come on now. Like, if I, if I keep, if I go down to the dust, who's going to praise you? I need to be, I need to be good and well be, well, you know, uh, well, oh, okay, so that I can praise you. I need to be able-bodied so I can praise you, Lord. So if, if I go down to the dust, if I get smushed like a bug, like, how am I going to praise you? <laughs> uh. Who else is going to declare your faithfulness? Verse 10. Hear, Lord, and be merciful to me. Lord, be my help. That's a great one-line prayer, right? Lord, Lord, hear, be merciful to me and be my help. That's a good, like, whisper prayer when you're entering a situation, like going into a difficult conversation, going to different, me, whatever you got it, to just a difficult moment. Well, you need the peace and presence and, and deliverance of God. Hear, Lord, and be merciful to me. Lord, be my help. Hmm. It's pretty solid. Verse 11, you turned my wailing into dancing. Some of our dancing looked like wailing. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. <laughs> You know, you know, I don't. Some people you'd be looking at me like, I don't know, are they wailing or dancing? Because that's really hard to tell the difference. <laughs> some of our, yeah, some of our dancing looks like wailing. Nonetheless, none, nonetheless, um, you turn my wailing into dance. That's a that's a miracle. Like, wouldn't that be something? You on the dance floor, you're wailing around, and God turned your wailing into dancing. Like, wow, look at that. They're actually they're actually in. They actually have rhythm. Could you? This is a miracle, people. Terry was over there wailing, and now look at him. He got some rhythm. Jesus must be in the house. <laughs> the it move of the Lord God has moved because that wailing has turned into dancing. <laughs> oh, just wailing around, <laughs> floundering. And look, oh my goodness, look at that. I can't believe it. It actually is. Almost like dancing. <laughs> oh. You turned my wailing into dancing. 
Uh, he can do that with a few lessons. <laughs> yeah, you know, he can turn that turn that wailing into a few into dancing. But you got to give him something to work with. I mean, you got to give him something to work with. I mean, some of us, we you know, we so white, we ain't got no rhythm. I mean, I'm just telling you, you know, we can't. We and so we need Jesus to turn our uh, our wailing into dancing. It's like, man, help me. Give me, give me some rhythm. Yeah. Um, but he turns our sadness into joy too, right? That's what. That's the point, guys. He turns our wailing into dancing. He removes. You removed my sackcloth, and clothed me with joy. That my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. May that always be so of us, right? That we would praise the Lord forever. That we would not forget. That's what the psalm writer is doing. He's rehearsing his blessings. He's reverse, He's rehearsing his deliverance. He's rehearsing the good things the Lord has done for him. And he's like, don't let me forget. Don't let me forget how you delivered me from the pit. Don't let me forget how you put my feet on solid ground. Don't let me ever forget how it could have been dust, but you saved me. Let me live with a hope that truly believes that no matter what I'm going through, joy comes in the morning. Let me live with that kind of hope and joy. Man, let's do that. Let's, I mean, that's contagious. That's inspiring. When a people live with that kind of confidence and hope and optimism based on faith in God. And it's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. And we know people like that, right? They're inspiring. They truly, they truly have that faith that comes out of a place of gratitude and thankfulness for what God has done. And they live with an eternal hope and belief and trust that God is going to work all things together for good because he will. He will work all things together for good, just like we read yesterday uh, from C.S. Lewis. Whether he has to do it through the simple good or the complex good, he's going to work all things together for good. And he uses good people, he uses bad people. He's going, we get, he gets to use good people directly or he can use bad people indirectly. He'll use them as a tool. <laughs> I loved that, C.S. Lewis's words yesterday. God will use you one way or another. He will either use you as a son or a daughter of his to work good in your life, or he will use you as a tool to work good in the lives of his children. <laughs> but you'll be used either way. <laughs> Man, that was awesome. All right, let's read. What else has C.S. Lewis got to say today? This is uh, the, eight, the October 18th reading from uh, this book, A Year with C.S. Lewis, daily reading from his classic works. And this one is entitled, Some Pleasant Ends, like a... Uh, like there's no room in the end, some pleasant ends. The Christian doctrine of suffering explains, I believe, a very a very curious fact about the world we live in. So why do why do like the idea that of human suffering, it uh, it says something about the world we live in, the settled happiness and security which we all desire. God withholds from us by the very nature of the world. But joy, pleasure, and merriment 
he has scattered broadcast. Wow. So by the very nature of living in this world, there's a certain amount of um, happiness and security that will always be lacking. We will never be eternally secure and eternally happy in this world. It's just, just strictly with worldly things. But God has made these eternal, um, these spiritual blessings very much available, and they're everywhere. These eternal blessings like joy and pleasure and merriment. Hmm. Use that in a sentence today. Man, this uh, pumpkin spice latte brought me such merriment. <laughs> the, or this, the morning podcast this morning was just filled my heart with such merriment. It's getting close to Christmas. It's, merriment is definitely a you know Christmas time kind of word. We never use that kind of word in any other time except when we're reading C.S. Lewis and when we open them presents. You know, with this colder weather coming in tomorrow or tonight here in Tampa, you know, dropping it down in the 50s, 40s, whatever it's going to be, uh, you know, you're going to, I'll be, let me tell you, I'll be looking for the Christmas cups. Mm -hmm. I'll be drinking out of the Christmas cups and it'll bring me much merriment. So, anyway, but God does uh, spread joy, pleasure, and merriment. He has scattered it broadcast, He put it everywhere. Um, Let's see. But we have plenty of fun, and we are never safe, but we have plenty of fun and uh, ecstasy. So while we're never going to be eternally secure here, um, in terms of just the world, I mean, eternal for our, in terms of our salvation, yes. But like, this world is a crazy place, right? Um, but the, uh, but there will come a time, but even in the midst of all of that, God will give us things like joy and peace and security or, or joy, peace and, and, uh, ecstasy is available to us. The security we crave would teach us to rest our hearts in this world and oppose an obstacle to our return to God. A few moments of happy, love, a landscape, a symphony, a merry meeting with our friends, a bath or a football match have no such tendency. Our Father refreshes us on the journey with some pleasant ends, but will not encourage us to mistake them for home. Ooh. <laughs> wow, do you see what he's saying? He's saying in this life, we're going to have moments of joy. We're going to have moments of merriment. We're going to have moments of ecstasy. We're going to have moments of delight. But they're fleeting. They don't last. They're not eternal here. But they give us a taste. They give us a foretaste. Come on. You know what we're saying here? They give us a foretaste of the time and the place where it will be forever. Yeah. Because he, he doesn't want us to fall in love with this place. This is just, so he'll give us a few ends, right? A little few stopping over places, a few places of refreshment along the way. Yeah, we'll have some times of joy. We'll have some times of delight. We'll have some times of inner, you know, solitude. And we'll have some times of delight. 
We'll have those, and thank God for those times and those moments. But they won't last. They're just little ends, little stopping over places. Come on, y'all. Little stopping over places because he don't want you to settle down at the end. Nope. He wants you headed for home. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, indeed. He wants you headed for home because home is where the uh, the joy is in the morning. Yeah. Morning may last or morning may last for the night. Sadness, weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. And even in those seasons of mourning and weeping, you may have momentary moments of joy and happiness and laughter and merriment. But they're just ends. They're just ends on the journey. And eventually we've got to check out of those. You can check in for a little while, but then you got to check out and you got to get back on your journey. The merriment goes away. The delight goes away. The ecstasy goes away. And you got to keep traveling on. But that's good. That ain't bad. That's good. Because you're heading to a place. If you're a child of God. You're headed to a place where what's uh, temporary at the end is eternal at home. <laughs> Praise God. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for being on today. Let's uh, Let's pray. God, thank you for your goodness and faithfulness. We praise the Lord. We praise you for who you are, for the depth from which you brought us. You saved us. You delivered us. You brought us into right relationship with yourself and gave us hope that is unconquerable. So that even as we walk through this life, where there are seasons of ups and downs and sometimes seasons where they feel like there's more downs than ups, we live with this eternal hope that you gave us. That while weeping may last for the night, joy comes in the morning. And you will turn, as you have done before, you, turned our, you turn our wailing into dancing. God, I pray for my friends, each and every one of them today. Maybe they're experiencing the, the, the merriment of being in the end. <laughs> Maybe they're experiencing joy in the end. But Lord, may you bless them, encourage them, and strengthen them, and remind them to continue on the journey home where, uh, where all that good stuff lasts forever, eternally, in your presence. We thank you for that, Jesus. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on. I hope you have a fantastic Tuesday. We'll be back at it tomorrow and um, with Psalm 31 and continuing on in the readings of C.S. Lewis. You guys are awesome. Love you guys. Have a fantastic day. Thank you for smashing that subscribe button and like button, just punching that like button and uh, leaving a comment. All those things I really appreciate. All right, you guys have a fantastic day. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.